Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, 1 Samuel 25, 2-3. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is 1 Samuel 25, 2-3. A certain man in Maon who had property there at Carmel was very wealthy. He had a thousand goats and three thousand sheep, which he was shearing in Carmel. His name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail. She was an intelligent and beautiful woman, but her husband was surly and mean in his dealings. He was a Calebite. When chaos hits or others act ugly, we can return evil for evil. Or we can step back. We can pray things through and approach whatever is before us with God-led strategic wisdom. Whatever we choose, our actions will have impact. We will leave a legacy, positive or negative. The story surrounding today's verse shows how quickly tempers can ignite and things can escalate to horrific proportions. But it also shows us the power of speaking the right words at the right time. Verse 3 tells us about two vastly different individuals. Abigail, a beautiful woman, was intelligent, or in the original Hebrew, was wise and perceptive. She wasn't hot-tempered. She was not reactionary. She thought things through and determined the best, most rational course of action in challenging situations. Her husband, Nabal, was the opposite. He was surly and mean, or closer to the original Hebrew, evil in all his dealings, meaning that was his default attitude. That was what he was known for. Not exactly the type of guy you want to be around. But David and his men were hungry, and they recognized that it was sheep-sharing time, and they were hoping the rich Nabal would give them something to eat. So, picking up the story, starting in verse 4, we read, While David was in the wilderness, he heard that Nabal was shearing sheep. So he sent ten young men and said to them, Go up to Nabal at Carmel and greet him in my name. Say to him, Long life to you, good health to you and your household, and good health to all that is yours. Now I hear that it is sheep shearing time. When your shepherds were with us, we did not mistreat them. And the whole time they were at Carmel, nothing 
of theirs was missing. Ask your own servants and they will tell you. Therefore be favorable toward my men, since we come at a festive time. Please give your servants and your son David whatever you can find for them. Now, two things were going on here. First, according to ancient Middle Eastern custom, sheep shearing time was a time of great festivity and great generosity. But notice what David said in verse 7. When your shepherds were with us, we did not mistreat them. And the whole time they were at Carmel, nothing of theirs was missing. So in other words, David and his men had, in essence, acted as Nabal's servants' bodyguards. He and his men had most likely protected the shepherds from bandits, who otherwise might have raided the sheep and injured the men. Therefore, David expected Nabal to respond to his request favorably, not only due to the customs at the time, but also as an act of gratitude for the vital service David and his men had provided. Now, continuing the story in verse 9, we read, When David's men arrived, they gave Nabal this message in David's name. Then they waited. Nabal answered David's servants, Who is this David? Who is this son of Jesse? Many servants are breaking away from their masters these days. Why should I take my bread and water and the meat I have slaughtered for my shears and give it to men coming from who knows where? Nabal's response was like a slap in David's face, a huge dishonor that defied social rules. Not only in denying David and his men any part of the party, and after they had protected Nabal's workers from potential thieves and bandits, but Nabal also basically called David a lawbreaker. And David was enraged. He was determined to slaughter Nabal and his household, to fight evil with evil. Evil almost won. And it would have, if not for one of Nabal's servants and Abigail's strategic response. Scripture says one of the servants told Abigail about all that had happened, saying in verse 17, Now think it over and see what you can do, because disaster is hanging over our master and his whole household. Think it over. Some translations say, consider carefully. In other words, don't panic. Don't react or withdraw. Instead, engage with quick yet level-headed prudence. And she did. She gathered a sizable feast, most likely not enough to feed all of David's men, but enough for a peace offering. And then she and her servants set out to meet him. Once she saw him, she humbled herself before him and spoke grace-filled words of truth. She reminded David of God, of his provision, of his protection, of his call on David's life. She reminded David which side he was on in this battle against good and evil. And she called out the good, God's calling within him. The Lord your God will certainly make a lasting dynasty for my Lord, she said, because you fight the Lord's battles and no wrongdoing will be found in you as long as you live. Did you catch what she said? Because you fight the Lord's battles. In other words, this isn't the battle that you've been called to, David. And then she said, no wrongdoing will be found in you. And in that, she reminded David that he was better than this. As a result, David came to his senses and he told her to go home in peace because her words had hit their mark. Now, if you continue the story, you'll see that God proved himself to be as faithful and true as Abigail had proclaimed. Her evil surly husband died. And verse 9 tells us when David heard about this, he, quote, sent word to Abigail asking her to become his wife. A situation that could have been disastrous for a lot of people turned into Abigail's rescue. Good one. Because Abigail remained alert, she didn't allow herself to be sucked into the chaos. She responded strategically 
and she stood firm on truth. And she provides a perfect example for all of us, no matter what we face, when others mistreat or offend us. We can give in to our feelings of offense. We can lash out or we can rise above the fray and potentially through our actions call others to rise above as well. When we hit pause, when we take time to pray, when we take a step back to evaluate our circumstances through a Christ-led lens, and when we speak and respond with wisdom, our humble and truth-filled words can de-escalate what otherwise could be a disastrous situation, and we can call others to righteousness and peace. Let's pray. Father, help us to be proactive, not reactive. When our circumstances feel tense and we feel our temperature begin to rise and our muscles start to clench, help us to pause, to take a deep breath, and to take a moment to pray. Give us the strength, Lord, the self-control to respond with equal parts truth, wisdom, and grace that through our actions, others would see and be drawn to you. In the name of your life-giving Son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts. 
by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.